Let's look at the book of Romans chapter number 12. King James text. The apostle Paul said, I beseech you therefore, brothering, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your Fathers, in the glorious name of Jesus, we come, we thank you. We thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercy towards the sons of men. We've come to this place, Lord, that we may know you better, that we may be able to share with our brothers and sisters. Give us the insight to look beyond our needs and see someone else's need. And let us minister to our brothers and sisters according to the ability that you have given us. You have made us dependent one on the other. And make us aware of this, Lord. So that we'll not set in judgment. But that we will set as an advisor. As a burden bearer. That we will be a restorer in Jesus' name. Now, as we listen to this word, let the Holy Spirit within us rise. Let us leave this place charged, challenged, and changed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. What an awesome God we serve. We're still talking about holiness and the importance of holiness. We look at holiness and when we think about holiness, we think about, amen, to pronounce or the, to observe, we're thinking about the cleanseness, the ceremony or moral, the appointed, the bid, the consecrated, dedicated hollowed to be kept holy keep prepared proclaim purified sanctified and holy and this is what God is demanding of us that we be holy and this this thing of holiness is not a request this is a command from the Lord. And as we look at it again, if you don't mind, looking at it in the uh, message translation, or the, sometimes the vows and the these in King James can be confusing to us. But let's look at this in the uh, message translation, which is more suited to us. All right, you ready? All right, what do it say? So here's what I want you to do. God helping you. Take your everyday, ordinary life, your 
Now, this thing of holiness, when we consider the fact of just who we are, and we consider the commandment that God has given to us for holiness, we would say it is impossible. David says, I was born, I was shaped in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. And in Psalms 58 and number three, he says, the wicked are exchanged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they are born. And so when we look at that, we wonder, how in the world can I be holy? If I'm going astray time I am born, how I'm going to present to God holiness? It's not something that we can manufacture or produce ourselves. Paul alludes to this in the seventh chapter of the book of Romans. He talks about the desire that he have to serve and to worship God and to do the right thing. But he says there's a law in my members that's causing me not to be able to respond to God as I need to respond to him. But he says, I thank God through the Lord Jesus Christ so that with my mind, he says, I am going to serve God, but then I'm going to serve the law of sin with my flesh. And I would say to the apostle Paul, had he been here, Paul, that's not holiness. Because that seemed to be the concept of so many people today. And they like this expression, everybody doing it. Nobody can live right. Everybody's doing a little something wrong. And we seem to gravitate to those kinds of slogans. We gravitate to them because it seemed to give us some excuse for not giving God what God demands. I would tell the Apostle Paul, you cannot serve sin and be holy. Tell your neighbor, you can't serve sin and be holy. Also, we must keep in mind that holiness is not a long list of do's and don'ts. Holiness, as we thought back in the day, was cotton stockings and nappy heads. If you got your hair fixed this week, tell them, just look at mine. Now, if you didn't get your hair fixed, look straight ahead. <laughs> I can remember so many times when we see a person, we would just judge them based on their physical appearance. And for heaven's sake, don't have no gold on I don't understand how we thought that you could be holy and don't wear gold. And God said he's going to give us all this gold and walk on streets of gold when we get to glory. But we came up, transitioned. Some of you just 
Don't know anything about that. Holiness is not going around with your head in the air looking down on people. And we had this air about us that everybody else was wrong. And we had mastered holiness. Lord, especially those mothers with them long dresses on. They had mastered holiness. They walk in with those shawls around their shoulder. And as they walk, look like they were demanding holiness. Holiness is not being uneducated, broke and busted. Because we used to thought that if you own anything of this world, then it will take your attention away from God. But on yesterday, we witnessed one of the sanctified folk receiving a PhD degree, still holding, still speaking in tongues. Got her degree last night and came to church this morning because she knew where she got her help from. Are y'all listening to me here? Holiness is not putting people down so that you can look good. Sometimes people prance when somebody make a mistake. People prance on it and they keep lifting it up. Most of the time when you hear somebody crying on how bad somebody is, check their closet out. They got some mess in their closet. And if I can get you to look at, uh, maybe look at the mistake you made uh, uh, last week, maybe you cussed it. <laughs> you might have cussed it last week. <laughs> but if I can get your mind hung up on the cussed it last week, then I can cover up the adultery I committed. So if I can get people to look away from me, you'll look at me and think I'm holy simply because nobody has found out what I was doing. But real holiness, if somebody fall, consider themselves, they say, but for the grace of God, the same thing would have happened to me. Is there anybody in the room that know that if it wasn't for the grace of God, seen somebody since you've been saved, you saw them go down the drain and then you lift your hands and say, but for the grace of God, that would have been me. So rather than judging, you find yourself giving God thanks, going down on your knees in prayer, and praying for God to give deliverance. Holiness is not holding on to grudges and spreading gossip. When God said the accuser of the brethren had been bound up, if you could get the gossip of the shut up, we could have some peace. But some people, their identity is in their gossip. And they'll come to you like they, you know, really act like they're concerned. You know, I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to.
talking about. I'm, I'm going to say this because I want to pray for him. I want you to join me in prayer. And I finished telling you everything that person have done. And then what has happened, now I have changed my opinion of that person based on what you said. Look at somebody and tell them gossip got to stop. Amen. Because we, we want some real holiness. Real holiness. Paul comes up with the answer in the eighth chapter of the same book because he talks about in the next book he said starts off by saying in the first verse there is therefore no condemnation to them that are in Christ who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit for the law of the spirit of life you know why we sin we sin because there's a law that says you got to sin there's a law in your members that says you got to sin Paul said there, that law, when I want to do right, that law is working in me, telling me, you got to do wrong. Paul said, I didn't want to lie, but I couldn't help it. Anybody in this room know what it is to do some things that you don't want to do, you don't, can't, you don't want to do it, but you can't help it. I dare you to tell me the truth in here this morning. Anybody beside me that had some stuff that you couldn't control, you didn't want to do it, you know it was right. Your cognitive knowledge says it's wrong to do, but I don't have the power to stay away. There's a law in you, but look what God has done. Paul said what the law could not do in that it was weak to the flesh. God sent his only son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin. Condemned sin in the flesh and now there's another law working in me. The law of righteousness, the law of holiness. That's what I want. And I want to say it to the people of God. Don't let the enemy move you away from God. God is the one that identifies. So when God commands and says, be holy, he's saying, be what I made you. The moment you accept the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord, confess your sin and confess the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, you are holy. Holy. 